My name is Luke Kerr. Joining me today, I have Melody Akles. Welcome, Mel. Hey, hey. Dan Pierce, welcome. What's up? And Mo Walker, welcome. Howdy. Performer of the week. There's lots of great television on. There's some movies in the theater. But who was it that stood out for each of you? Dan, who is your performer of the week? I got to go with Abigail Spencer from Timeless. Because holy cow, Lucy Preston did the thing this week. She stood up for women's suffrage. She solved a murder. She inspired that lawyer lady who wasn't super into the whole thing to give the speech. She changed history. She fought off Wyatt and had to deal with her own issues regarding, like, yeah, she wants Wyatt, but, like, she's dealing with the Jessica stuff and there's all of that business. And the whole time, she was just fantastic, and she is by far my performer of the week. Okay, okay. Mo, who did you have? I have Daniel Gillis, who plays Elijah Michelson on The Originals, and this uh, this most recent episode of The Originals was pre- a predominantly all-Elijah episode, which focused on um, what has happened to Elijah in between seasons four and five of the originals, because in at the season finale of the fourth season finale of the originals, uh, Elijah's memories were erased. And in this episode, you know, Elijah is figuring out he's tr- he's trying to he, first of all he just he he just doesn't know who he is, so he's an amnesiac vampire, and so that creates all kinds of just chaos and craziness. And by the end of the 45 minutes, you you see this new Elijah. If you are familiar with the Vampire Diaries and the originals, you know that Elijah, you know, is always sacrificing his wants, his needs, his desires for the good of the Michelson family, uh, always and forever, as, as they like to, as the Michelsons like to say. And what we're getting here is Elijah. Elijah is, he's just tired of it. Uh, This new version of Elijah is about himself. He puts his needs before his others. He's trying to build a life for himself that is outside of his family. And, And you learn that Elijah does at least figure out who he is, but he doesn't have his memories exactly. He just finds out information about his past, but he, he, he isn't connected to that. And there were some really strong performances uh, between him and, and Joseph Morgan, who plays plays Klaus. I just love their kind of brotherly in, um, energy that the two of them, it, it's very much this whole Cain and Abel dynamic, but it, it's, you know, we're, Elijah is is always the one who's sticking up for Klaus, and then Klaus, you know, Klaus is all about Klaus, and and now Klaus Elijah... is an asshole. Just put it blank. <laughs> I mean, he's an asshole. Yeah. So, you know, Klaus, and but but it's it's really interesting at the end. By the end of the episode, you know, it seems that Klaus has figured out that this is a new Elijah, and that he can't push this new Elijah, the way he can work the old Elijah and that he accepts his, what his, his brother, he more or less in a Klausian kind of way, accepts his brother's new path. So we'll kind of see, see what happens with Elijah going forward. But given this is the final season of the originals, I suspect before too long, Elijah will be circling back to the family. 
What I am curious about with the originals is, considering how epic the Vampire Diaries series finale was, coming off an okay season, and then the previous season had just not been that great at all, but then they rebounded in the final season, but I still wasn't sure I was going to get a fantastic season series finale. Considering how good that turned out, I have really high expectations for the series finale of the originals, and I'm hoping that I my hopes are not too high for it because the Vampire Diaries did so unexpectedly so well. Melody, who do you have for your Performer of the Week? Well, I have been watching a few more episodes of Lost in Space. So for me, it has to go to Parker Posey, who plays Dr. Smith, or as I like to call her, the fake Dr. Smith, because I don't think we've exactly found out her real name on this show yet, which adds a little bit more mystery to this character. But I think she does a great job of playing the villain on this show because our heroes unsuspectedly have no idea that they have invited essentially Satan into their spaceship. And she has all the plans in the world to completely abandon them and get away. Like, and I think it's great. And you kind of see her as she struggles a little bit to completely embrace her villainry because there's one scene, I'm not going to spoil it for y'all because I haven't seen it, but there's one scene where you think she's going to go, she's going to escape, she's going to get away. She's like, forget this, I'm out. And then she kind of changes her mind. So I think she's a very layered villain, which tends to be my favorite type of villain. And she's putting in great work on that show. And if y'all haven't watched it yet, please go out there, check it out. It's on Netflix. Great show. Lost in Space. How many episodes have you watched? I think I'm about six episodes in, seven episodes in, something like that. Uh, That is about where I am as well, um, I think. I am at the episode where they put the robot in the cave. And she is also my performer of the week because she scares the living F out of me. (laughs) We in two weeks we are going to be recording our best and worst of 2017-2018 um season episode. And she has come out of nowhere to become my what will probably be whatever the villain category is, because I have to go back and make sure I don't met don't don't mess things up like I did at the year end podcast. So I gotta make sure I have the right list. Um whatever our villain category is for this season. She is in definite contention for villain of the year. She is amazing. Her portrayal is nuanced. The things that you see her do and you just watch her mind work, but yet you have no clue of what the outcome is going to be. And when you think she's going to zig, she zags. And the repercussions thus far have been, well not necessarily epic if, toward in in the context of like massive stuff happening what chills me so much about her is like the wolf in sheep's clothing dynamic with the children because she's on this ship she's now on this planet she seems to have a little bit of chemistry with the boy who's connected to the robot and Yet you like her behavior when she's not around the family is just completely underhanded and villainous in terms of what she's only out for herself. Also, honorable mention, 
Ignacio Siraccio, who used to be on General Hospital and The Young and the Restless. He is on it, and he looks good in a suit. In his, like, orange suit, just saying. Any other honorable mentions? Melody. Uh, Abigail Spencer, for everything that Dan said, she put on a real good show this okay. past week. Mo, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, for me, I would have to go with uh, Sandra Oh, who is starring on a new Brit- uh, BBC America show called Killing Eve. It's a spy genre show. She is delivering some really interesting performances emotionally, and it's very different. Her character on uh, Killing Eve is very different than Dr. Christina Yang, but there are so, some similarities. But um, if you're not watching uh, uh, B- uh, BBC America's Killing Eve, I recommend that you you do. In some ways, it is the spiritual successor of of Orphan Black. It has nothing to do with clones, at least thus far, but in many ways, you kind of get the feels for the characters the way that you did with Orphan Black. Dan? Uh, for my honorable mentions, uh, Team Arrow really did the thing this week. I, you know, Rick Gonzalez as uh, Rene Ramirez, um, Colin Donnell as quote-unquote Tommy Marlane, uh, Will Travell as Christopher Chase, uh, Stephen Amell and Emily Bettricards as Oliver Queen and uh, Felicity Smoke. It was an amazing, amazing week for them as Oliver was put on trial. And it's just, it's it's worth a rewatch. Um, just the amount of amazing performances and just captivating moments and subtleties and things that you really don't normally get out of Arrow. This was the episode to watch. Okay, well, we would encourage you to comment on this episode at geekconfidential.com. In the comments, let us know who your performers of the week were. I would love to see what you guys are all watching, who you think is standing out. You can find uh, the podcast at GK Confidential uh, on Twitter, GK Confidential on Facebook. I am at Luke underscore Kerr. Melody is at Melody Akles. Dan is at Real Dan Pierce. And Mo is at Dr. Mo 77. We thank you for listening. Until next time, so long. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody.